We live. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to Let's Talk Sports. Y'all live from the Black Guy Media Room. I am your host, a.k.a. The Apostle. And we also got a co-host today, my man, Bezel. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? We're going to get into we're going to get into the week nine NFL frenzy today. And of course, you know, tomorrow we'll be right back at you with boxing talks and we get ready for everything that's going on. OK, it was a busy day in the NFL. Very, very busy day in the NFL. We're going to start with, of course, the game that most people started with, which was which was the Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And of course. You know, Philly held the Cowboys off, able to pull out the victory 28 to 23. And it was a lot that came out of that game. Now, first of all, let me say this for Cowboy Nation out there. The refs are not the reason we lost the game. Did they sully the game? Was it some suspect calls in the game? Yeah. But that's not the reason why we lost. That's not the reason why the Cowboys lost the game. But at the same time, there are no more victories in the NFL. There are no games where you can say, well, okay, we just came close. There's no coming close awards out there. That was a game that was there to be won, and it didn't get done. So that's one of the uh, issues that went on with the game. But however, however, one of the things that I saw in the progression of the, of the Cowboys was now we see that Dak Prescott is starting to mature. We, I know um, Mike, Mike McCarthy is under fire today, and I know Dak is under fire today, but the person the, we got, it's a laundry list of people that need to be under fire, but those people, they don't need to be number one on the list. The number one person that I think we, Cowboy Nation, really need to be mad at today is Turnstile. You know what I mean? Turnstile, Turnstile been on the team long enough. He's been on the NFL long enough, and they purposely – which was smart at the end of the game. I got to give Philly credit for that. Which was smart at the end of, at the end of the game. They took fresh linemen, fresh linemen to make sure that they went at turn still. You know what I mean? They took turns from Josh Sweat to uh, Graham to, and then throughout the whole game, Hassan Reddick just fed him his lunch. Uh, turn still had the worst game in his life since. It's the first year in the league. He, I mean, he looked like his first year in the league when he was just getting beat the whole entire season. So he really, really, really need to be in the film room, and they really need to work on that. Now, later on in the season, that can't happen. You know what I mean? We're not going to spend – I'm not going to make this a Dallas Cowboys show, but that's just something that it can't happen. Another person that need to be on the list today, Jordan Lewis. I mean, I know uh, most old-school coaches like Dan Quinn like to go with their veterans – they, you know, they like to keep their veterans on the field, but it's time to really look at the Jordan Lewis situation. Whenever they needed a third, a key third down, whether it was third and 15, third and whatever, it was second and 25. Whenever they needed a chunk play, they went his way. Yes, De'Ron Bland got beat on a double move for a touchdown, but when you got ball hawks like him, and even Trayvon at times, you got ball hawks, a double move going to come their way. Eventually, they're going to bite. Okay. But De'Ron playing more than often – He'll make up for that play here and there, you know, throughout the season. But Jordan Lewis is getting being beat like a drum the entire year. You know what I mean? That got to be addressed. I'm going to keep saying this. Tell somebody at Cowboy Nation, hear me. It's time to put Israel Makumaka on the field. I'm tired of seeing that man dressed up in special teams plays. Put that man in the game. He played two playoff games last year. He got a Chris Godwin in week one, and then he got a Debo Samuels in week two. And he held his own in both of them games. 
why we're trusting Jordan Lewis. Like he just earned the right just to come back off injury and just get the spot without this young man even getting the opportunity is beyond me. But he need to be on the field and not just for him. He need to be, he need to have out Maurice Hooker and he need to have out, uh, uh, what's my man, name? Donovan Wilson. But in and all, in all be all, Philly made more plays. They made the biggest plays at the end of the game, especially with five, I think they got four sacks in the fourth quarter and four sacks in the last couple minutes. And that was that was enough to get it done. What'd you think about that over there, my brothers? Let them hear what they what you're talking about back there. What did you see? And maybe I'm missing something. I think I think Dallas played a good game plan. I wouldn't blame <clears throat> had a good game plan. I think, like you said, um, I just I don't know, something about the secondary, I'm just not feeling. You know what I mean? Um, I saw the, the secondary. Yeah, I just I just feel like I just feel like I don't know. I expect more out of them. I expect more out of out of your secondary. I mean, your boy been gone for about what, like three weeks now, a month now, and they've been practicing together. I know they was playing, I know they was playing Philly and all, but I just, I just, I just feel as though like something's not just clicking with the secondary that should be. You know, I don't. I mean, let's be clear. I right, since he brought that up, this is this is the only time I'm gonna say this. They have not recovered. From the loss of Trayvon, but that's no that's not that's no excuse about what happened yesterday or what's been happening all year. What needs to happen is this: since you did not go out in free agency and pick up nobody, uh, like make a trade or anything like that before the trade deadline, you said you're good with what you got on the team. Okay, I don't have a problem with that, but you have to use what's on the team. You have to use the resources that's allotted to you. You got Jordan Lewis out there who, in, in today's game, in this time, in this especially this time of the year. Maybe you what you what we're seeing right now, you'll fix it as you go on, as you go on. But right now the issue is he's not a big corner, he's not a fast corner, and he has bad technique. So the problem the issue is this even if Israel Matumika and another and a couple of these other young corners have that same issue, what they make up for that he don't have is athleticism and speed. You have a six foot four corner on the sideline. You know what I mean? Use them. Use them. I mean, Philly targeted. Listen, you don't think you don't think it's a copycat league, right? Definitely, definitely. Right. You don't think they targeted him on third down. Who it didn't matter who it was. It didn't matter who the receiver was. They went to him. They made sure they their best matchup was him. And they torched us. Well, let me ask you this. Well, couldn't they mask that somehow? Send a cover on that side, put a cover, put a safety over the top. Could they, you know what I mean? All right, this is the thing. Jerron Curse, uh, Maurice Hooker, and and Donovan Wilson, they're good players. They make plays, right? They're playmakers. Yeah. They, they playmakers, but what they're not is cover guys. See what I'm saying? So even, even with them back there, they're not covering the situation right. They're looking to make a big play. They're looking to make a big hit. They're looking to make an interception, and teams play for that. At the end of the day, you got you got other guys on the team with natural talent. Jordan Lewis need to be benched. And then next time in the game situation, e even if you have two in the middle of the game, when you saw a turn still getting beat like that later on in the season, if you got to take Tyler Smith and slide him over or, Ty or Tyron and slide him over the right tackle and put Tyler back at left tackle to try to cover it up. Now, we know Philadelphia has got killer guys in the middle. But I'd rather them 
take my chances with them going against Zach and somebody else versus you just sat there and let them tee off on that tackle. You know what I mean? What's up, Smoke With Me TV? This is NFL Talks. My man, Smoke With Me TV, tapping in. Make sure... Make sure you check out my man podcast because I know we got some big boxing stuff coming up too. He's normally with me, one of my partners in crime on the boxing on the boxing talks. What's up with you? But like I said, um, man, we're not gonna spend all day on that one game. We're not gonna spend all day on that one game, man. But like I said, let, let me ask you something. We gonna I'm, we gonna get into it because you know I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan, and you know I'm not a hater though. I want to know. Playing Philadelphia, what did that say? What kind of statement did this game make at the end? Y'all got a lot more work to do, a little more work to do. Y'all not afraid of them boys. Did y'all make a statement to the world like, look, we here? What, what, when you leave away from that game, what kind of statement was made, do you think was made to the NFL and to the world after that game was over? I, what may be new to everybody else. What was not a shock to me and what I already knew before the game. Now, what is it? What yesterday's game said before we move on to the other game. What yesterday's game said was this. Yesterday's game, yesterday's game said, look, bottom line, when, when it all come down, said and done, we can play with them boys. And matter of fact, I think majority of the people, majority of the people around are going to pick us to beat them when they come to Dallas. Because I think I almost, I'm, I'm very confident the Cowboys will beat them in Dallas. But what that said yesterday was, if you want to be a Super Bowl contender and you want to be taken seriously, you got to win games like that on the road when they dare to be won. So that part of the team and that part of their journey is still off. You know what I mean? But it does say whenever, however, whatever, this is a team that we can go to war with, that the Cowboys can go to war with and potentially beat. But they got to be able to win it games like that on the road and they haven't got to that level which has been a problem for about 30 years but we'll get into we'll get into that at another time and other news i'm gonna start with baltimore there's other games that was big but baltimore 37 to 3 over seattle and to be honest with you man i don't know where they want to put lamar jackson in the mvp race if at all but i'll tell you what baltimore has made statements Two teams from the NFC that people was riding high on a week or two ago ran into Baltimore and got bulldozed. You know what I mean? And bulldozed and ran faster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. But they got bulldozed in grand fashion. I mean, that was Detroit. They went out there and got decimated. Seattle went out there. They got decimated. And I mean, and they did it in every phase. Like they took, uh, who's my fantasy running back. They took my fantasy running back, Walker, out the game. They shut down. But they did help me out, though, because both of my opponents in both leagues, one had Tyler Lockett and the other had DK Metcalf. They took care of that for me. Shout out to Baltimore defense. You did that for me. But, like, Baltimore's, hey, I slept on Baltimore. I was one of the people like, man, they, when people was like, Baltimore going like 13 and three or Baltimore going to go like, you know, but I was like, man, they're going to be all right. But I don't know about all that. But yes, Baltimore is definitely putting putting the, putting the smash down and they definitely putting teams on notice. They definitely going to be a contender in the AFC, which seems to be up for grabs. I mean, yes, Candace, just, you know, this year's, a, I'm going to tell you something. On both in both in both conferences, this is going to be a weird year 
that the teams, it's going to be a team that we least expected is going to either end up in the championship game or Super Bowl because every team out there, regardless of the ones that's got the best records and all that, can be had. Kansas City can be had, bro. Kansas City can be had. Philadelphia can be had. You know what I mean? 49ers can be had by everybody but Dallas. I'm just going to be honest. No no, no shade, Dallas. Y'all know how I feel. But, I mean, right now, they got your number. But Philadelphia, you don't. 49ers got the Cowboys number. Philadelphia does not. But on the flip side, Kansas City can be had, even though there ain't no easy out there. Because Patrick Mahomes has is finding a way to win games. And what everybody better do if you plan on getting the chip in the AFC or getting past them in the AFC, you had better do it now before they get that man a better receiving core. Because once they build up that receiving core again, they have one or two pieces just to go with Kyle. Nothing wrong with the pieces he got right now. They just not. He don't have. He don't have. And he don't got to. It don't got to be Tyreek Hill. I, yesterday watching that game against Miami, it was disgusting. Listening to them uh, commentators just literally say. You know, oh, without Tyreek Hill, he's this. Without Tyreek Hill, the man just won a chip. Without Tyreek Hill, he just bit a chip. Without Tyreek Hill, you know what I mean? What are you talking about? Yes, yes, his numbers would be better with the cheetah. We're not arguing with that, but they was a they was a couple. Pause. But you know what I mean? They they definitely went together. It wasn't a oh he just strictly couldn't make it without the cheetah. You know what I mean? Because even the year they won the Super Bowl, the Cheetah got hurt for most of the year, and he still was lighting it up. So what I'm saying is Patrick Mahomes has shown he can do it with whoever, however. You know what I mean? They gave him Juju Smith-Schuster for one year. They bit a chip, then Juju gone. And he still, they still got the second-best record in the league. It had, was tied for the best record in the league coming into yesterday. So, again, y'all better get Kansas City now. Wow. They gone why they still need to get some more pieces on offense, especially with now that Spags got that defense actually being formidable. You know what I mean? Dare I say, don't let that defense keep getting better. Look, man, look. These teams like them, Kansas City, Philly, 49ers, are not even Cincinnati. They're not going nowhere no time soon because they built through the draft and they added key pieces. So you're gonna have to. Find a way if you're going to strike, strike now. Now, look, everybody, like I told everybody in the beginning of the year, it was time to take care of Cincinnati then. Because once that leg healed on Joe Burrow, it's curtains. You know what I mean? As you see Joe Burrow lighting it back up right now, Joe Burrow is really putting the smack down out there. What do you think about Joe Burrow now? Me, myself, I think you can tell he's more mobile now. He's able to plant that leg. He's He's more... Agile in the pocket, so I mean, look at Higgins done woke up, or or he's getting the ball to Higgins now. It just look a little different. It look a little more, you know, smooth like a well-oiled machine, you know. And he's peaking at the right time, you know what I mean? Right now, for them to make that push, I, I did say that they were the best team in their division, but like you said, I pulled for the Ravens, and I was just being real. I felt that Cincinnati went Joe Burrow healthy is the best team in that division, but I don't know. Baltimore looking real complete right now. They look real complete. I mean, they everybody was crowning Detroit to do this and then the other. They smacked them up. Then they said Seattle this that on. They smacked them up, but still, it's just something about them. Them three, what they got three receivers. Boyd can be a two on any team. They got Higgins. He could be a one on a team. They got Chase. I mean, you got Mixon and Joe Burrow. So. I don't know, man. Um, they looking good. I, I think 
they they one of the top teams. I think that can come out of the AFC. This year, this year, the AFC North looked like the best division in football, top to bottom. Last year was the East, but this this year the the AFC South is that is I mean not the South the North is definitely by none the best division in the league because all of them are playing a brand of football. Regardless of their record, they're playing a particular brand of football. It's hard-nosed, rugged. They all bring in good defenses. They got good quarterback play coming out for for majority of them. Now, here's the thing. If somehow, some way, Deshaun Watson ever comes somewhere close to getting back together, Cleveland going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Cleveland going to be a problem. Because that's the only thing really holding him back. He's still not playing a complete game. I haven't seen a complete game out of Deshaun Watson. I don't know if it's something mentally. I don't know if the stuff that went on outside of football really just tore him up that bad. But he doesn't even look like a fraction of what he was. This boy was once one of the most incredible quarterbacks in the league. You know what I mean? I mean, could just effortlessly sling that football around. And I'm not understanding what the problem is. I'm not. You know what I mean? understand the problem with what? With Deshaun Watson. Um, Deshaun Watson threw what two touchdowns yesterday? He did. He was he was decent yesterday. He's been solid for the game that he played. He's been solid, except for the last game because he's sure that he came back early because he wanted to come back and he said, "I'm gonna listen to my doctors now." But he tried to hurry up and come back. But at the end of the day, he he's been okay. He's just not been the Deshaun of old, but he's been solid. When he went out, he was like number ranked number eight in fantasy. He was ranked number eight. I drafted that man. That man wasn't, I mean, listen, man, don't do that, man. I, I drafted him. I had to drop him. Don't do that. Yeah, because he had got hurt. And he didn't no, before he got hurt, I had to drop him. In fan, in fan yes, I went to CJ Stroud. I can pull it up for you. you I'm for the numbers that he was producing. We're in the same fantasy league, bro. No, but I had him. I'm, I got we're in the same fantasy league. I'm pulling, I'm pulling up my dynasty. I'm pulling up my dynasty league right now. We're in the same fantasy league. So, you know that, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We are. We and, are. And, uh-huh. We are, but I'm just saying that it wasn't like he was thinking it up. He just wasn't. He was just like Russell. Russell Wilson is ranked number eight in fantasy right now. And it, he haven't been winning games, but he's been getting his number. Five, listen to me. Listen to me. All y'all fantasy owners that's doing good. I, anybody in the comment section, even when you see this one on the replay, please tell me anybody right now that's starting them two quarterbacks. I, Find me. I am, and I'm ranked number one in one. In what league? Tell you. I'm about to tell you. Because I know, man, come on, man. Okay. I'm not hating on these guys. I'm not coming for them, but okay, he's struggling. He's I, struggling. I lost yesterday in my in my family dynasty league. I'm six and two. Russell Wilson is my starting quarterback. Russell oh, yeah. My, oh, yeah. You started him every game. Man, could, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got games this year that Russell Wilson had like four points. No, I could Am I making it up? Mm-mm. Am I making it up? No, I'm telling you. And Deshaun Watson had one game where he had like 0.5. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson fantasy points this year. I can pull it up for you. Stats. Russell Wilson, week one, 26 points. Week two, against Washington, 37 points. Week three, 24 points. Against Chicago, 35 points. Against the Jets, 19. Against Kansas City, he had three. Against Green Bay, 21. And Kansas City, he had 13. Those ain't bad numbers. Those are not bad. Those are not bad numbers. Now, now I can go to Deshaun with his numbers. Please he's do. Only played, he's only played a couple games this year. So people Bro, I drafted Deshaun Watson. I started him this year. He cost me a game he's going in the other league. Cost he cost me a game in the other league. 
I'm just saying, brother. I, I, I'm just saying, Deshaun Watson been getting his fantasy. Points. And but while he talking about that one fantasy, I and I guess what, man, I dropped him. I dropped this guy just before the game started yesterday, and I should have started him. Okay, so Deshaun Watson, week one, 21 points. Week two against Pittsburgh, he had 12. Week three, 35 points. Then he was hurt. Then it was a bye. He was hurt. Who they play week three on this 35 points? I got to go back and look at that. Yes, Tennessee. Cincinnati, he got 21 points. Arizona, 27 points. The only point that he had single digits was Indianapolis when he came back and played like six plays. All right, look. All right, look, 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 man. I don't know where these – now, look, one thing I do notice is this, though. Every league, the point differential, every, depending on the position, the points disparity is humongous in some leagues. You know what I mean? In the league I'm in, he probably wouldn't have got 35 points. In the league I'm in, he probably got like 15 to 17. Yeah, yeah it depends on if you're in a PPO. Yeah, it depends on the league. depends on the league. So I drafted the guy. Now, who I dropped yesterday and should have started him was godly, and I and I used him for a couple of weeks. C.J. Stroud, bar none, is the rookie of the year. He threw for 475 yards, dog. C.J. Stroud is bar young, the, by far the rookie of the year. I mean, that thing is over. As long as he don't get injured or something like that, he's the rookie of the year. He is balling. That man, had, Noah Brown, Noah Brown. <laughs> you understand? Noah Brown is a, a confident receiver. He was hurt. He was hurt for some games. He came back. He had been hurt. Noah Brown had. Been Are you hurt. telling me about Noah Brown? I know. I know. He, Are you telling I, me about I Noah Brown? I understand that, but look who Noah Brown was playing behind with your team, Bruh, I get it, but Noah Brown ain't never put up no thirty-two fantasy no, points. He, he wasn't gonna eat like that over there. He gonna. He's get, not the number one on Houston. He's not. But listen, he gonna get more looks. He how he with was, with Nick O'Connor's and Tank Dell. Dell came back off an of injury. Yes, and he balled out. That, and he balled out. They put Noah in. They put Noah in. They get everybody. What happened is Straws, if you know what Stroud does, he spreads the ball around. No doubt. He throws that pill. He spreads it. He throws that pill. You eat, I eat, he eat. eat. Look at Schultz coming up. Schultz eating. So who, let me ask you something. Next week, so who would you start? Jared Goff or CJ Stroud? Stroud. It depends on who they playing. I'm starting Stroud anyway because he in the MVP. Bro, I picked him. I, I just dropped him Sunday like a fool. But, I mean, I did use him for most of the year because I benched Deshaun Watson for him. Yeah, I would have too. I mean, he's having a uh, – not arguably not only a rookie of the year, but I think he's having an MVP claim of the year. Well, it's going to be hard to get that, especially if your team not going to – Yeah. I, probably, we don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not. Yeah, they they probably won't. But look where they look who they playing where they playing at. So right now, mid season, right? Your mid season uh, rookie of the year is definitely CJ Stroud. Who's the defensive rookie of the year? Mm-hmm. It's kind of up in the air, huh? It's up in the air. But and then your 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 MVP will be who? They would say um, with the with the weapons that he have, they trying to say Pat Mahomes because he's doing it with so much. Um, you know, not really a main target outside of Kelsey. I mean, Rice is a young boy. He coming up, and he's his number one receiver, honestly. That's a dark horse. So if they, you don't have a, def- a definitive quarterback that's going to win it right now, right? Then you probably going to be looking Tyreek like Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill and Brown right behind him. It's Hill and Brown. It should be Hill. No, he's nowhere near. No. You don't think Brown is nowhere near? No, he's having a, he had a remarkable season. His streak ended yesterday. His streak ended yesterday, but he's having a remarkable year. 
This is another thing, real quick. I don't know how this is happening, but and it don't reflect on the record or the game, or sometimes even the scores. You you know the Cowboys ever gave up a hundred yard rush or receiver all year? I can believe all year. Nobody's got a hundred yards yet, but they that need to translate the wins. Even though nobody got a hundred yards, I still need Jordan Lewis on the field. But not gonna get back into that. But um, so can I ask you one question? Um, what would you do to help Jordan? Lewis, would you put somebody over the top? Would you? No, we ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. It's go time. As this season goes on, it's go time, especially with the offenses that, that you're going to play throughout this whole rest of the season. It's go time. We ain't got time to be calling to nobody. Put the young, listen to me. Dan Quinn, you on the, you on notice. You have, you have a rookie corner last year. You started a rookie corner in two playoff games. Playoff games. Win or go home. And, and he went against Chris Godwin, a Pro Bowl receiver. The week late, he went against Debo Samuels, a Pro Bowl receiver. And you won't even trust him to even start him for a regular season game for Jordan Lewis? Why? It doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Now, the commanders, the commanders fought hard yesterday in absence of uh, Montez Sweat and uh, Chase Young. And uh, they was able to get the win over Matt Jones and uh, New England. I'm not going to say too much about New England. I'm not going to be part of the uh, Bill Belichick dog pile. With that horrible call yesterday. One of yeah, that, that, I, okay. Okay, since everybody wanted to talk about calls, yes. One of the most horrible calls of the year yesterday was that rough in the past, blatant, bogus call. I give, I, I'm going to tell you like this. This is how I watch the game, right? I don't let, I don't try, I try my best. I really do. Sometimes I'm not going to lie, I'm victim of saying it. I don't like to say the refs took a game. Because when you're on the road in certain places, you're going to get those bozo calls. Like in Pittsburgh, you're going to get a bozo call. In New England, you're going to get a bozo call. And it looks like now, no disrespect, but in Philly, you're going to get a bozo call. But even with that, the commanders found a way to get it done. You know what I'm saying? They played through it and get it done. Dallas did not yesterday. But you're going to have to fight the way through a couple of those calls in some of these buildings because I don't know what it is. It just goes with it. It is what it is. But some of these calls have been atrocious. You know what I mean? I've seen... First downs get moved back to not first downs. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people got tackled and no uh, calls get made. And then a person gets barely looked at and they get a call. I mean, we got to fix it, man. Balance it out. Or if you're going to call it both ways throughout the whole game for both teams, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Let us know where we at, but don't call it tough for one team and then cupcake for the other. That's all I got. Fix that, man. Fix that. You know what I mean? I don't know what Vegas got to do with it, but fix it. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, what else we got going on? Let me look at it. Who, whatever. Oh, I want to, I, I get, I talked about CJ Stroud, but I'm going to tell you a young man I really got to, I really like, and I, and I, and I, and if Minnesota don't let this young man finish the season at quarterback, something's wrong. That boy, Joshua Dobbs, his story is remarkable. And the way he came back yesterday, cause listen, that whole game, right? Minnesota was struggling that whole game. You know that, right? They put that boy in and a light bulb went off. 
Because I'm sitting there like, not, not just because he's my fantasy tight end, but I'm like, yo, why my man Hawkinson ain't got no targets? You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the DMV zone, um, Addison from Minnesota, because he is balling. You hear me? And he he's not he's not going to get it, but he should be in, run, in the runnings for rookie of the year as well, because he's balling. You know what I mean? Uh, DMV zone, uh, Addison playing for Minnesota, and he's having he's been really stepping up in the spot. Look like he's took the number one spot till Jordan Jefferson, Justin Jefferson gets back. But he's he's definitely playing some good ball. Let me move around here. The Packers was able to beat up on the Rams, but you know, the um they without Matthew Stafford and the backup just ain't it. The Colts found a way to beat the Panthers. They messed up my man Allen Thielen. And you know what? In that game right there, how one of my my num my, one of my receivers got strapped in Thielen, and then Carolina knocks my man Joshua Downs out the game. But in fantasy, for all my fantasy lovers, that's why, listen, in this particular league, for some odd reason, man, it's, it's been just my year because I found a way to get, I got, I think I got 23, 24 points from the Cleveland defense yesterday. And, and I got like 20 points from Young Ho from uh, Atlanta, the kicker. So, yeah, man, you got to find different ways to win games, man. You got to find different ways to win games. And the Saints beat the Bears. That's what we're going to round up tonight. We got the Jets. We got the Jets and uh, the Chargers, which will be a formidable, formidable game. And it's a lot going to come out of that game, whoever wins that game, because both of them still got a chance. The Jets are still in the thick of things. Teams that everybody made fun of, like the Jets, Minnesota, they still in the thick of things. Minnesota still got a fighting chance in that division and for a wild card. So if Joshua Dobbs, I, I mean, because I, they were discussing whether or not they're going to continue to start Joshua Dobbs or whether or not they're going to switch it to the, the other starter that they had yesterday, I would stick with Joshua Dobbs. I'm being honest. And if he was to find a way to help that team still get to the, you know what, I'm going to say this. I'm Like quarterbacks I've been critical of, but actually they balled out this year. Kirk Cousins, who I've, we, I think the whole world we uh you know, we uh, kind of smashed on him for the longest, but Kirk Cousins actually had a, was having a very formidable year. He balled out with Hope he heals up and may have to be looking for a job next year somewhere. So, you know, somebody may be able to get a good, uh, get another quarterback for the low. You know, I don't know about the low, but he was balling. But, yeah, he definitely probably won't be in Minnesota next year unless he's willing to take some sort of discount. You know what I mean? Unless they just love him. You know, Justin Jefferson could probably speak up and they'll probably bring him back, but you know, I like to see what Joshua Dobbs can do. If Joshua Dobbs can get them boys in the playoffs, woo You know what I mean? So that's another great story. So as this season goes on, it's a lot to watch. It's a lot to watch. It's a lot to pay attention to. You know, right now the, the top teams are still Kansas City and uh, Philadelphia, but some teams in the water, especially in that AFC. AFC look like it's going to be hard. It's going to be the harder out this year. You know what I mean? Look like it's definitely going to be the harder out. Even though Seattle looked good and Detroit looked good, I got them guys coming back to the world as the season goes on. Even though Detroit has a soft schedule, I still got them coming back to the world a little bit. And Seattle, I think, is going to be humbled because they got a vicious stretch. <laughs> Seattle got a stretch coming up where they got the 49ers twice. They got Philadelphia. They got Dallas. It's going to get rough for, the, for, for Seattle. So they're coming back to the world. And I'm watching closely. This Seattle... 
this Seattle uh, Commanders game is going to tell us a lot about both of them teams as this season goes on. Neither one of them can take a, can afford a loss. That's a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that one? I mean, it's going to tell a lot, but at the end of the day, I can't expect the commanders to beat them boys. You know what I mean? Why not? I just think, i just being honest with you. I mean, I just think Seattle is more of who they are as opposed to Washington being who they are. What does that mean? Um, Seattle know their identity. They know. Do they? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Did he look like a team with an identity in Baltimore yesterday? I mean, they came across the country and they played Baltimore and I mean, that is a, a dope team. You know, Baltimore is legit. I know they're a dope team, but is they 30 to 7 to 3 dope? I mean, every once in a while you're gonna get run, you're gonna run up against a bullet off. You know what I mean? But they just got they just got beat. That's just what it was. They just got beat. They just got whooped. But I nobody Washington never when they win, they don't blow nobody out. They barely they gotta come back to win. And I think it's hard. They over there in Seattle, right? It's in Seattle. So it's gonna be hard. Whenever you go to Seattle, I think Washington like seven and one in Seattle. No, boy, ain't nobody got no seven and one in Seattle at the link. I think so. And the twelfth man, don't nobody got no record like that at the twelfth man. I, I think so. I think Washington has it's like seven and one. Bro, you're not. It's nowhere in the world you're seven and one at the twelfth man. I just heard that today. They like seven and one. It's crazy. It's like a. a Crazy fact, they like seven and one in Seattle. Bro, I'm not. I'm gonna to look that up, bro. I'm we kidding. definitely got to look that up. Look it up, but I just, think, I still think Seattle win. He said we can beat Seattle if that's what you're saying. Yeah, you. I mean, it's, I think it's, I think it's a formidable, I think it's a formidable game. Part of that is true. I don't listen. I'm not saying y'all may not have won some games of Seattle, but y'all do remember it was a stretch of time, especially when the Legion of Boom was around. It was a stretch of time when Seattle was dominant. It was like it was like the 12th man was like it was feared upon to go up there when the Legion of Boom was around. So to think I, I don't think anybody has that type of stretch, that kind of numbers on them, especially when the Legion of Boom was around. Y'all wasn't beating the Legion of Boom. The Legion of Boom beat you every time you played them. They didn't play him that many times. Look back at the year we brought RG three and you lost. You didn't beat the, you didn't beat Seattle. You even with RG three that year you didn't beat Seattle. You know what I'm saying? And and even even the years before that Seattle put you out the playoffs like two or three times. Like Seattle was like your nemesis. I'm not listen. I'm not coming for the commander. Don't don't make me think I'm not up here bashing y'all. I'm not doing that. I'm saying Seattle put you out the playoffs multiple times. I'm not making this up. Emma? Oh, I don't know, dog. I, I, I'm just telling you what the record All right, you know what? You know what? That's why we got Google. That's what we got Google for. I'm going to go to it now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you what it is. I'm telling you. Washington beat Seattle. Like, in the past, I forget. In Seattle. I'm talking about in Seattle. I think you lunch it. I think you're lunching. I'm about to get to it though. Nah, we can, you can pull it up later for your fans. You know, I'm gonna pull it up now. I'm. I mean, I, we not gonna let this go. I'm not letting this go. Okay. We not letting this go. So let's get to it. Seattle Commanders lead the lead leads the series thirteen to nine. Okay. That's thirteen to nine. All right. And okay. the last time y'all played was in DC. 
No, you said record. We said record in Seattle. I'm going to. I'm going through them all. It ain't but 22 games. I'm going through it all. So the last time y'all played, the last time y'all played was in DC. You won. The time before that, they was in Seattle. You lost. The time before that, you did beat them in Seattle. And the time before that, you lost. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you beat them in Seattle. And the time before that, they beat you in DC. You lost to them. You look. They came. They came to DC and they beat you RG three year. Oh, hold on. I'm looking at this wrong. I'm looking at this wrong. This is Seattle. No, no, Washington Commanders. No, okay, hold on. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you what it is, dog. You won twice. Like seventy one in Seattle, dog. Nah, they beat you. They beat you in Seattle. No, you're not seven to one because I'm. I mean, they, I'm looking at. I'm looking at three three times they beat you in Seattle right here. In the past, what? All right. Okay, let's do it then. In 2020, they beat you. They've not. You beat them. They beat you here. Um, in 2014, they beat you here. All right. So. And then in the playoff game, they beat you here. You beat them in Seattle two in 2011 and 2008. Then they beat you at, in their house. They beat you in their house in the playoffs in 2008. They beat you in their house in 06. So, I mean... All of this, all these other games that you're speaking about, that you did, you did win, you did win like three or four of them up there, but they all like 2001, yeah, but that's 1998. Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah, because they, they don't play every year now. So you. But I'm saying though, but 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 I'm saying in 2021 and 2020 they beat you, and then uh, 2014 they beat you, 2013 they beat you. In Seattle. Yeah, yeah all those was in Seattle. So I mean, it's, you're like even up there. Enough, enough that they not. I'm like I said, like I'm saying to you, it's it's not. A, but none of them is against the Legion of Boom. There's no Legion of Boom no more. I get that part. There's no Legion of Boom no more. It's an old Wagner, right? Is he there? <laughs> they did bring him back. Yeah, it, it ain't no Legion of Boom. It's, it's just Boom. It's just it ain't even Boom. Right. I mean, listen. I think y'all can beat him. I'm not saying you can't beat him. I think it's a formidable matchup. That's why I said in the beginning of this whole conversation that I think that Seattle, but the only thing that said, the thing that stopped me when you said they're seven and one up there, and I'm like, hold on. I don't think nobody's seven and one up there. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going back um, in the past 20 years, so they lost, what, three three times there? Um, I mean, bro, we just went back, we just went back 15 years. So it's, they lost three times. It's like, it's like even. We just went back 15 years. We just went back to 2008. That was convenient. You conveniently stopped it. Because then you said they won so a lot more in the beginning. Of, but that's fine. That's fine. What I'm just saying. Okay. It's about even. I mean, going all the way back to 94, right? Okay. They beat you in 94. They beat you in 95. They beat you in 98. You won in 01 and 02. In 03 and 05. Then you lost in 06. Then you lost in 08. Then you won one in 08. You won one in 2011. They beat you in 2013. They beat you in 2014. You won in 2017. They beat you in 2020. So it's even. You saw four, I heard four beat you and since they turned since. All right, since you want to be cute. Since 2000. Don't, I, I, from, don't go back in the 90s. We're talking about from 2000 on. 
the past 21, 21, 22 years. All right, so again, I if we're going from 2001 to now, it is one, two, three, four. It's six to five. Y'all got six, they got five. In Seattle. Okay, now we want to do just Seattle. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said, in Seattle. In Seattle. Visitor, visitor, visitor. Let me see. Yeah, in Seattle. You got one, two. I'm closer to right than I am wrong. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. You got four. You got four. All right. It ain't seven. No. <laughs> and they got what, two? Three. So, but that's going all the way back 20 years. That's 23 years, bro. We had enough of this. All right, y'all, it's been a pleasure to chop it up with y'all. Please listen to Let me say this to y'all now. Listen, please like and subscribe, share the channel. You know what I mean? You know, we we really work hard behind the scenes to work on, uh, you know, polishing up the package and reaching out to different things. Please be on the lookout. Pretty soon you will hear Let's Talk Sports. We're, we're already on Apple, on Apple uh, what is it, Spotify? Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. But then we're going to be looking to be on an A show. And guess what? All places that it's going to be. We'll, well, I'll keep that on the wraps till it's time to make the official announcement, but we will have an official uh, radio show as well. So listen, man, please like, follow, subscribe to the channel and, uh, you know, support the best way you can. You know what I mean? Be blessed out there. Like we said, we'll be back tomorrow with Boxing Talks. And listen, while, while we're getting into Boxing Talks, right, two weeks from now, right? I remember when I brought this up. Two weeks two weeks from now, on, on Shakur Stevenson is fighting Actually, a week and a half from now, Shakur Stevenson is fighting on a Thursday night against Dallas, Dallas. I mean, uh, Edwin, uh, Edwin Dallas Santos, which is a great fight, a formidable fight. And I always question why is it on a Thursday night, especially when we know, you know, uh, box. I mean, uh, NFL has games on Thursday night. But everybody laughed at me when I said at the time, I said, y'all know Cincinnati played Baltimore that night, right? And everybody's like, well, that ain't no big deal. Baltimore ain't this and Seattle and Cincinnati ain't that. Are you saying that now? It's one of the biggest games of the year now, right? Facts? Is it one of the biggest games of the year now? I don't like the fact that they're putting a fight on that night. Unless they go, and, and then what's going to end up happening, I know what they're going to do because they, they're good at what they do. What they're going to do is they're going to hold Shakur in the main event of that card till as long as possible till the game is pretty much over and then they're going to get in the ring. So you're looking at Shakur getting in the ring like 11.30 midnight. You know what I mean? People work on on Thursdays and Fridays. You know what I mean? It's, it's a work day. It's different on a Saturday, but it's, it's on a work day. So now you want us to stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning just to watch the fight. And I'm a diehard boxing fan. Of course, I'm going to find a way to watch it all, but still, it just ain't fair. Do better, everybody. Peace and love. We out of here. See you tomorrow for Boxing Talks. This is AK, this is Let's Talk Sports, man. One.